0: Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me your host Freddie Hall. I hope you're doing all okay out there guys. The week is finally come. The NFL is in touching distance George. Thank you for returning with us. You've been a very busy guy but you're back on tonight with us. We're going to be talking about the divisional preview last episode. These ones are going to do the AFC South and the NFC South. One division for George knows very well being an Indianapolis Colts fan. But it all kicks off this week, Thursday night to Friday morning. Some people have booked it up already. Good for them. I'm going to have to watch the highlights next day. 20 past one in the morning. The Bills go to the Rams defending Super Bowl champions, the LA Rams. The Buffalo Bills are going to be hopefully an electric game. It's going to be great to have the NFL back. Make sure you remember to set your fantasy teams just remember to watch it. Go watch it next day. I mean, we've all done our drafts now, and uh, it would be a real shame if you forgot about the, the game starting this Thursday into Friday morning. George, exciting time, big week, long summer. It's all kicking off now.
1: It's just yeah, man. Hours it's, away, really. It has been a long. It has been a long summer, and when we get to February and we have the Super Bowl, the first thing in your mind is, damn, there's literally no kind of football until. Um, until the new season starts. Obviously, college ball does start slightly, slightly earlier. But, you know, for this hardcore kind of NFL fan, you're waiting for the season to kick off again. And you kind of have that period where nothing happens, just nothing happens. And then you start to get the uptick about some news. And obviously, you've got free agency. you got the draft in April, which is all well and good. And then you start camp and things like that. And you get the dreaded period where guys start to get hurt. And then you realize, oh, crap, the NFL is really back. Um, you just kind of hope it isn't anyone on your team. Not that you want anyone to get hurt in the first place. But um, no, it's um, I'm, I, now that we're here, dare I say, I feel like it's gone quickly. I wasn't saying that when I was, you know, waiting for NFL news to drip free in my timeline and things like that. But it's, a, it's a, what a way to kick it off, you know. Super Bowl champs and I guess you could say favorites to win the Super Bowl in the Bills um, going off in, in a huge, huge, huge game. Um, that will probably, you know, have some some um, deciding factors being game one later down the line. But like you say, I'm just glad it's back. And my sleep patterns are now out the window for the next however many mm-hmm. months. <laughs> like you said, my file isn't booked off because I need to watch that game. Um, and I won't be missing any of it, especially if you guys out there play fantasy. It's a very fantasy-heavy game with the likes of Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford. So, yeah, I'm excited and I can't wait to get a show on the road. Yeah, it's
0: been a very long summer. We've got to thank all the guests that we had on over the summer, the pods that we did. We really enjoyed it. We've got the fantasy show coming back hopefully tomorrow. I believe Andrew's got that all rolled out and then it'll be back to normal for shows on Tuesdays, shows on Thursdays and the previous shows on Sundays as well. Lots of good stuff coming this year. NFL London we have looking forward to as well. Hopefully we're in the process of getting some more access to that. So hopefully that will uh, follow us through and we can do a bit more exclusive content, I suppose, from that. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting season. I mean, I'm I'm off to America in uh, a few so days' time. Uh, again, I'll be seeing the Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills. It's going to be really good fun. I'm really, really buzzed for that. Uh, but we've got to talk about our division, George. I mean, the AFC South a division, you know very well. The Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts, the uh, Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, we'll go through team by team. Um, I, I suppose we should go with your Colts first. Um, what have we got to be excited this year with with the Colts, uh, George? Because, you know, you bring in Matt Ryan. Uh, the Carson Wentz experiment didn't really, felt like it didn't really work, even though it was it was a pretty decent season last year. It was just a few games that were in the clutch that didn't, you know, you didn't win in the end, unfortunately. And it was a, another playoff miss again. Um, But you've reinforced your team. You've got a very good quarterback in. Jonathan Taylor seems to be fully fit and, and raring to go. Um, what are you excited about with the Indianapolis Colts this year?
1: So uh, I, there's so many different aspects of the Colts I'm really happy about, and one particular aspect that I'm not so happy about. But really, it all mm. boils down to this, right? We missed the playoff narrowly really, in a horrible fashion. You've heard me say it time and time again, and I will never stop saying it because it's just horrible and embarrassing, right? If you unplug Carson Wentz and you plug in Matt Ryan, we make the playoffs. It's as simple as that. But he isn't the only piece that we've added. So in my opinion. Number one, we win the AFC South division. We win that division. The Titans don't win the division. We win that crown. Number two, we make the playoffs as a minimum, a bare minimum. Obviously, we're not gonna, I don't, and yes, we beat the Bills. Yes, Jonathan Taylor scored five touchdowns in that game and went berserk. And, you know, we had the week 14 game against the Patriots where we, you know, it was Thursday night football where I couldn't stop smiling for the rest of the day because we just showed what we could really do. But... um the bills are the bills and I don't think we'll be able to top them. And that's just, that's just being a realist and NFL realist, but there are so many different aspects of this team and I could spend all day speaking about them. I spoke with uh, JJ Stankovic, the official writer for Colts.com not long ago. And he was live from Grand Central Park um, where the Colts were, where they had their camp. And he, everything that he said, I mean, I couldn't just... I, I just smiling to myself from Stephon Gilmore about how he's such a student of the game. And although he knows everything, he's out there sort of soaking everything up like a sponge. Um, to Yannick Ngokwe, who I think is top three in NFL pressures in back-to-back seasons. Um, and you pay him with someone like Shaquille, not Darius. It's Shaquille now, guys. Get it right. Shaquille mm-hmm. Leonard. Um And then uh, Buckner on the line as well in 99. Not to talk about the guys that we've got in the backfield. A guy that I really rate highly, Nick Cross, who we drafted. I think he's very underrated. He's earned the starting safety spot. Um, We lost Kyrie Willis to retirement. Completely understand that. You know, guys change their minds for whatever reason. Life moves on. But we've got Isaiah Rogers. We've got Blackman who's come back. We've got so many people who are lights out for this defence. And that's just the defense side. I'm not so concerned about the defense, if I'm honest. My my, my only concern would be the wide receiver aspect for the Indianapolis Colts. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Alec Pierce, um, who we drafted from Cincinnati. I think he's a stud. Um, He kind of reminds me of a really young and raw Jordy Nelson. He's a go up and get it kind of guy. He's quick. He can make separation. And yes, we have Michael Pittman. uh, We have Michael Pittman Jr. And I've always said, I like him, but I don't know if he can be the number one guy, sort mm-hmm. of in the way that Gronk was dominant in his element or Julio Jones when he was the same guy was dominant in his element. I don't know if MJB could be that. So the fact that we've we've given him some kind of support in 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 Alec Pierce and we've obviously got the two giant tight ends in Jelani Woods, who I think is about six seven. He's like literally mm-hmm. a freak of nature. We already have Gigantor, aka Ali Cox. Um and then you have guys like Ashton, Ashton Doolin, who is a, a very a dark horse, in my opinion, a smaller guy, great from the slot. Um, T.Y. Hilton, I think, is pretty much out of the door. I don't know if that's so much of a deal anymore. But there are just so many aspects of the game, and I don't even need to touch the running game because we all know what, what, what's going on there, you know, the best rusher in the league. So, um, yeah, the Colts, I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. Matt Ryan, I'd say he's a perfect solution for the next couple of years. Long time after that, I'm not so sure. Um, we know some of the names that are up and coming in, in the draft um, from from the college ball, so there'll be guys there that you potentially be looking at. Um, but the Colts, yeah, they, we got it going on. I'm not, I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not concerned that any. I, I mean, I'd only be concerned if it looked like you know things weren't clicking. And Frank Wright and, and Chris Ballard, I mean, what's going on? They've had a great relationship, one of the best two one two punches in the league in terms of general manager and um, oh no, if you look at Jemerson as well, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, if we don't make the playoffs, as a minimum, something is wrong. So I'm not too concerned. I'm not too concerned. I think the Titans should probably be a little bit concerned. Houston Texans, we know the deal there already, and then we'll, we'll talk about those as well. In fact, we'll move on to one of those teams, um, jump into the Titans, because obviously they're the team that people are assuming are kind of going kind to of steam over AFC South. I've seen a lot of predictions and people still seem to put the Colts second in that division, which I I get, because obviously you still have King Henry, although he is, you know, he has now been exposed to injury, which is never a good thing. I don't think he had previously before then. And it's a foot injury, which can flare up. Um, Ryan Tannehill isn't the best quarterback. Um, He's obviously got, um, I almost forget his name now, a guy they drafted behind him. Malik Willis. Malik Willis, who looks really, really, really good. Um, And I don't think it'll be long before they plug him in, knowing what he can do. Um, He backs up a lot of his talk. They've lost AJ Brown, their star guy, to the Philadelphia Eagles, who I think is a good move for the Eagles. Uh, And I mean, we've seen it. You can't just ride on the running back. And I know we did that a lot last season, and hopefully we won't be this season. If you look at the guys that we've brought in in the running back room, Um, defensively, they're still a good unit. I mean, they are, I think they just, they lost um, Harold Landry, I believe, for the season. Yeah, Harold Landry looks like he's out for the year. Which is a mm. big, big blow. Mm. A big blow. Um, so, they just paid in this
0: offseason as well, like, or oh, it might be last year, last offseason. Re- it was recent. It was recent. Recently,
1: yeah. So I just, I, I technically, I, I don't see how the the Titans can can take the division. I really don't. Mm. Um, second place for me is some, where, where I kind of see them. Um, what are your thoughts on the Titans and the Colts? I think um, you're right about Henry, this
0: exposure to injury. It te- it seems to be when these running backs get one injury, it becomes a bit of a downward hill battle for them, unfortunately. Obviously, I don't hope that for Henry, when he's at his top form, he's the best running back in the league. Like, I love Jonathan Taylor, but Henry has a bit more size than Taylor, I suppose, which makes it extra special in a way. And um, I, I think the Landry injuries are a lot bigger as well. I mean, as someone who watched Bud Dupree, at the steelers yeah he is a gr- a very good rusher um but he works in a tandem he works in a tandem with tj watt and his capability enabled the better rusher to get that opportunity i don't really think they've got out without with, with landry now gone mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of reliance upon the pre, and i don't think the pre is good enough to be the star rusher, I suppose. I think he works great in a tandem, uh, but I don't think he's going to be a one-man... I don't think he's a one-man wrecking ball. I think he is a team unit sort of guy. Um, I I, I worry for them. I I think wide receiver, there's no one there. I think... um, I know they drafted the kid... um, was pretty um, much exactly like A.J. Brown. Traylon, Traylon Burks, yeah. Traylon Burks, yeah. Who's, yeah. Who, he, I mean, hopefully for him, he can have a big breakout because it would be really great for him to be the the number one. He's going to be the number one receiver there, we feel like, anyway. And then if he can perform to a level like A.J. Brown did, I mean, he's going to he's gonna look great. And what a, what a draft pick by the Tennessee Titans. Um, The Tannehill-Malik Willis thing, I think it's bigger than it's been talked about. I don't really mm. I feel like there was chatter about it and it's sort when of you say that away. Do, you,
1: do you mean you think it's more likely that the t- the change happens sooner than we think
0: I I think so I, yeah, I, I, agree. I, I think when you look at what Willis did this this pre-season I know it's preseason. the teams are not as tough but he played a lot of snaps and he was really really good for them snaps He and was you could argue he has a better arm than Tannehill already. I mean, he's got the capability on his feet like Tannehill has. If he's got the better arm, you're going to be looking at him. this. Is not. I think Tannehill has, has been serviceable for them, and I've said it a million times this podcast, and I'll say a million times more. Serviceable quarterbacks take to the playoffs and win your Super Bowls. Yeah. But I thought during before the draft, I did want the Steelers to take Malik Willis because so, I think yeah, he has said, yeah. got that special talent. Like. I need to choose my words carefully here. He reminds <laughs> me of Deshaun Watson in the way he plays. Yeah,
1: I know Not what you in mean. every other aspect of life. Yeah. The, because... the, the, but
0: the, the way Watson plays is, is so formidable, is so good on his feet. He's strong, tall, arm. Malik Willis has got that all. It's just where he can then show that at, at the next stage, on the big yep. stage within the NFL. And I, I just don't know. I think Rabel gets the best out of this team. He does really well in this team. I think he's won games with maybe they shouldn't have won with, with this team. And when they're on form, that they, they can be a real joy, a real joy to watch. It's just uh, there's holes that are poking through. There's there's holes that are poking through. And does that mean that I think the Colts pip them for the, the division? I could yeah, I could sure. pick holes in some of the in the Colts in the Colts roster yeah. as well. To be honest yeah. with you, they they have equal yeah. comparability in the sense of they have. Problems in Mm -hmm. certain areas.
1: Yeah, we're not complete yet. I'd say exactly,
0: and it's gonna and and you know the team that wins this division is the one that overcomes them problems. And yeah, in my mind, the Colts are more capable of that than the than the Titans because Mm -hmm. of the quarterback play and I think the depth and the 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 the, um, the players that are in that team. And I think I, I rate the Colts defense more than the Titans defense. Um, but I. I think I probably rate the Titans' offense better than the Colts', Colts. offense because I don't think your receiver room good. But then the Titans' that receiver is, room now is not. Yeah.
1: I mean, is, is got not Robert, all that, so. with a guy like Robert Woods, and I, I will move on off these off um mm. off these two teams in a moment. But I almost forgot that they tra- they traded to Robert Woods. Obviously, he's mm. coming off his ACL injury. I don't know what his his um his fitness status is is it at right now. Whether he starts or not, um. But if you pair a guy like Malik Willis, who has that cannon of an arm, with someone like Robert Woods, who, when you pair them with with Cooper Cup, you know Cooper Cup attracts double, triple coverage, and you send Robert mm-hmm. Woods over the top, and he is that deep threat ability, and Malik Willis would love that. I mean, he's got it now. Should he become or get his game time, whenever that does happen, um, and you look at Traylon Burks as well, we don't necessarily know how he's going to fare, how he's going to play. There's talk of. Um, I forget his name, he's really, really tall a Akeens something, who is, Akeens Westbrook West, something like that, um, who is... Yeah, good. yeah, yeah, he's got I a really long name. He's got a hyphenated yeah, name, he's really long. <laughs> I, I yeah. think they have, um, they have said that he is the number two receiver, I think, pretty much. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, because I feel like for the Titans, it's a bit of a work in progress, in particular with Robert Woods, because he's still nursing himself back from that ACL injury. Um, so it'll be definitely, I think for that reason, the AFC will be good to watch, um, obviously, we already know about the powerhouse team in terms of Jonathan Taylor and the Colts and running back scene. But then there's a big drop-off in terms of the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, looking at the Houston Texans, who we actually play first, um, the Colts play for the first game of the season. Obviously, David Mills, who did some good things at the end of last season, to be fair. Um, both fantasy-related and just in general quarterback play, and he showed some flashes. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why they didn't necessarily go out and get someone. Um, hey, maybe they're tanking because they've seen what what talent's coming up coming up in the draft. Who knows? But they signed Marlon Mack, who's now been cut. I don't know if he's come back to the practice squad. He's an ex-cult running back. Um, they still have Brandon Cooks, who seems to be the one piece of glue that kind of sticks the team together in terms of a complete breakdown in my opinion anyway. Um, yeah, there isn't much on the Houston Texans, uh, you know, offense or defense to really behold. Um, so there, I say it, there's, there's a scenario where I would put, I don't know, jumping the gun here slightly, but in terms of predicting the AFC South, Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Texans, mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, and I say that because I feel like Doug Peterson is, is a great, just he's a great level-headed guy. Um, for those of you who don't know, Doug Peterson is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, after they had that turmoil with with um, I even forget his name. Um Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer and everything that came with him. You kick him out the door, you bring in Doug Peterson, who has a great quarterback on his hands. You know, there's a lot to say about uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yes, he didn't have the greatest, he didn't have the greatest of of, of the time he did against us in the last game and we needed to win and they somehow managed to stop us. But I think Doug, you know, they've got some good players there. I know they, they've uh, traded away. Didier Charg, who's now gone to the Lions, I believe. Um, Leviska Chenault is actually now gone to the, is it the Ravens? Yeah. The Ravens, someone that I liked as well. He's a, I don't know if it's the Ravens. I can't quite remember. He's a bit of a Swiss army knife. Um, but I think Doug Peterson will steady that ship. They've got two great running backs: Travis Etienne, who people still forget about because he was injured before he even played last season. Um, Robinson uh, Thompson, James Robinson, Robinson, who you know was—he's coming off his injury too. But I've already read that he's—he's he's good to go for week one. Whether it be that they ride the running backs, you know, for as long as they can, you've—you've you've got two, basically one A and one B running backs there who can do a lot. For, who can do a lot for the team. Um, they have some great, some great draft picks. Um, Evan Neal was that their, their draft pick? No, he um, went to
0: the Giants. It was Trayvon Walker. To, to the Jags. Trayvon man, Walker. That's and well. they traded up to get Devin Lloyd, the the linebacker. So
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at those some of those picks, same way I look at Source Gardner and and Chris Alava, They are kind of like franchise changing picks, but mm-hmm. obviously, in the case of the Jags, I just don't think it's enough to you know to make that leap into the top two. Titans and Colts, It's going to be a while. But I think they could leap the Texans. I really do think they could leap the Texans and take that third spot.
0: I agree. I agree. I think there is a... There's something about... When the culture changes within a franchise is when winning happens. Hmm. And I feel like Doug Peterson will bring that to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's a culture... It's, called, it's It's something they wanted Urban Meyer to do. The problem was he was, he was bringing the wrong culture in the building. <laughs> I think uh, Peterson has got some, uh, has got the tools there because he's got you know he's got an elite edge rusher. Well, I say elite. He's he's got uh, Josh Allen is an elite edge rusher for him, but he's Josh got. A, all right, yeah. A, a guy who could be elite in Trayvon Walk. I mean, it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see him and Aiden Hutchinson's career moving forward and that side yeah. by side So I think that's going to be really entertaining to see. I mean, Devin Lloyd was a steer, you know, going up and getting him was yeah. was genius. That was really good, and I like some of the pieces. I really, mm-hmm. I realised like from the piece that Christian Kirk's very capable. Oh yeah, of course. Um, I think their own, okay. their own lines all right. Um, they, they've made moves this off season that have been very beneficial. They're building um, blocks. Yeah, they're, they're building. Yeah, that's what I like about them is they they are building and they're building in the right places. The Texans, it just feels a mess to me. It's just. They need the same thing for the head coach to come in and do a course change. Do I think their new head coach is going to do that? I'm not really sure. I can't remember who the new head coach is now. Yeah, I
1: think it's the guy who... Oh, I forget his name. In fact, I want to know. So I'm actually going to try and find <laughs> well, you, out. While well, you find out, I'll carry on talking. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I, Davis, I think you're all right with Davis Mills. Davis Mills was very serviceable and he, he played well last year. I don't think any quarterback in their eyes really sprung out at them for them to go and get them and, and not have Davis Mills start. And like I said, if, if all does not go well this year... This quarterback talent coming out of the draft next year yeah. is it, it's, it's very very good. Or maybe yeah. David, Davis Mills had some really good moments last year. He did,
1: yeah,
0: looked really really good. Um, I just there's not much I like about his Texas yeah. team. There's Not much I I'm, I believe in. I I did draft Brandon Cooks admittedly in my fantasy draft because he's going to be their team. Mm-hmm. There's there's not really anyone else on there who who's going to be do much for them. I don't think. And well, um, there
1: is there is um. Who was supposedly meant to be a, a deep sleeper until everyone sort of mentioned his name was um, Damon Pierce, who mm. is the number one running back for the team. It's announcing he, the problem is, you can have the talent on the team, but if your O line isn't up to scratch, and we've seen it on so many different occasions where you just kind of almost have like wasted talent. Mm. So it could be yeah. a case for him. And I know some players do think this, he's probably thinking, I'm just going to show out in this season and hopefully get traded or picked up by mm. somebody else. Uh, and the head coach is Lovey Smith, by the way, for the for the Texans. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, there isn't much to look forward to for them. Um, I'm sure we'll beat them in week one. We have to beat them. There's no – there is no um, – we have, we, we have won, slightly off topic, the Colts have won one of their opening 10 games. In the last 10 years, we've won one of our um, opening games, and that's not very good. That isn't good really? at all. Yeah, one. One just one in ten years, <laughs> our opening games we've lost nine and won one. And that's pathetic, really. I mean, look I know we've had so many different quarterback changes, but Matt Ryan's here to steady the ship for at least a couple of years. Um but you're right. I think that, that was three, in the Andrew Look years as well. Yeah, exactly that. Ten years we've only won one of our opening opening NFL games. That's that's a horrible stat. But As far as the AFC South goes, I think it's the Colts to lose, put it that way, Mm -hmm. um, followed by the Titans, um, who obviously are going to have that battle internally with Ryan Toneyhill and Malik Willis. And eventually, I think it does go to Malik Willis. I think he does get the game time. They do make the switch. um, And he's going to be their quarterback moving forward. Um, The Jags, I think, take the third spot. I think they they leapfrog the the Texans. And the Texans basically just end up tanking and draft a guy, um, one of the superstars coming up next season. I completely agree. That's the exact
0: uh, exact way I would see this division as well. Let's move on to the NFC South and talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers. But the NFC South at one point this offseason were like, this division's all to play for now. And then the next mm. few days later, it was like, oh, no, Brady's, Brady's, oh, he's coming back. Okay, Brady's back. Okay. Gronk hasn't followed him. Gronk has not gone back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but Tom Brady has returned for another season. Maybe his. Final season, we don't know it. I feel like he's has he already lined up to be on one of the major TV. Yeah, out there? Um, I feel like he's there already was...
1: got a contract with someone like NBC or someone. And do you know what? Just before we actually talk about that division, I'm not sure that's the right thing for Brady. I mean, again, who am I to speak? I'm not. I'm not in the NFL. Yes, I've played the sport for 11 years, but I don't have that kind of in-depth analysis. You look at Drew Brees; didn't really work out for him. Doesn't really have the personality, the character, the charisma. You kind of have to, you know, you have to be a bit outwards. You have to be a bit, you know, out of the Mm -hmm. box a little bit. Brady is great, but I just don't see how that would work. I think he's been paid a lot of money, or supposedly will be paid a lot of money for that role. I think it's with Fox. I might be wrong, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, he's obviously come back after saying, no, I'm not retiring. He's turned 45 this year. I still don't know how he's doing it. Whatever that TB12 is, I want some. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you're right. At one point, it looked like this division was, you know, it was open. And to, some people were kind of saying it still is open. Some people are, you know, saying well, Brady's back, so there is no option. And in terms of where I stand, um, the bucks are still great. You know, th- there's a lot of talk about how much how much of a cut Tom Brady took to bring the team back together. Technically, he doesn't need the big bucks anymore. He's 45. He's got so many other things going on for himself. I don't think taking a huge contract is is anything anything too important to him as opposed to bringing the team back, which they've done. Yes, they have injuries to Chris Godwin. Um, and he is going to come back, yes. Um, apparently, he's 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 progressing a lot quicker than usual. Tell me something new. All of a sudden, all these guys in the NFL, they break their legs and they're back within the year, <laughs> Like, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, Gronk isn't there. Gronk was a, a huge part of what they were able to do. Um, I think they're still rolling. Is it rolling with Cameron Bray? Have they have got still, or has he been traded? Yeah, like?
0: they're still. I think they're still rolling with Cameron Bray. OJ Howard's gone. He he's went gone, yeah. Game, didn't he? but, um, he's
1: gone. Yeah, he's still rolling there. And then they've obviously got Russell Gage, who they got from the Falcons, who I really think is going to have good season. Actually, I drafted him, so I'm happy about that. Um, <laughs> Mike Russell Evans as well, of course. Mike Evans, who's very... Yeah. I think he's one of those guys who isn't spoken about enough, but mm-hmm. you know he's there to do the job, and he always delivers, always. Um, you look at the running back, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones has been moved on. Lenny um, Fournette is, st- is still there. Giovanni Bernard, I think, has been released. I'm not too sure. He's
0: one of them players that's probably been released in anyway, about there.
1: Yeah, yeah. For three or four games Just like, like
0: the, the books are like. Yeah, just, they yeah. plug it in play, people don't know. That it, it is, it's, it's exactly it. that.
1: And I, I I don't know if anyone watches um the Pivot podcast with uh, Channing, Fred, uh, Fred Taylor, the ex-running back. Mm-hmm. um, And I forget his name, the other guy who played for the Steelers. <laughs> but they spoke to Leonard from that and I, I watched some of the episode and he was basically saying... Um, and they spoke, up, they spoke to uh, one of the, the Bucks coaches too, of his name escapes me. And essentially, when they spoke about Brady, it's, he just does the simple things. Mm-hmm. He does the simple things. It does a read there, he'll take it. He, Brady's not a scramble QB, we know that. Yet yeah, he's won how many rings, in how many different, you know, obviously in majority of them with the Patriots and that dynasty they have there. But in this present time, the squad, albeit without, without Gronk, and obviously you're, you're waiting for guys like uh, Chris to come back from injury. They had some injuries to their O line. I think Ryan Jensen is he out for the season? I think it is. Yeah, which is he's either out season for a large amount of it, and
0: they lost Alex Kappa. Alex Kappa, they did, which is a big deal.
1: Yeah, a big deal because your O line is everything, right? Brady wasn't taking that many hits. I mean, last season he set all these kind of different records when he should be trending downwards, kind of like how Drew Brees was. So it is a bit strange. Um, He is obviously that special guy, but. Um, their defense obviously is great. The defense is great. Dominic Sue isn't there anymore. I don't actually know where Su is right now. I don't know if he's signed with another team or he's just sort of like floating somewhere. I, I think um, he's just
0: floating around, just waiting to be.
1: He's just Picks an absolute yeah.
0: mercenary. He doesn't care yeah. about anyone. Gets money, mauls people. That's like, yeah. he's, he's quite there, like, the quite Last like five years,
1: <laughs> quite literally. But like, um, I, I can do, do the win a division. I don't know. I probably they are the favorites. And there's a lot of talk about them being the favourites to reach the Super Bowl as well, and I'm not so sure on that either. Mm. Um, but they're still a good squad, no doubt about that. When you have Vita Vea and um, the guys they have in linebacker positions, um, even some of, their, some of their safeties as well, they're, they're not a bad team at all. But the Saints are one of the teams that, for some reason, managed to get the one up on Brady in a few of the games that they've played. I think they beat them twice last season, I think. I know they beat them mm. at least once last season. And Jameis Winston is coming back. Should be a fully healthy Jameis Winston who's also had eye surgery. Whether that helps with his interception um, rate or not, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. But the Saints, I mean, aside from one of the teams that i mentioned later in terms of my, my sleepers, the Saints are a good side. They're a good mm-hmm. side. If Michael Thomas can stay healthy, a huge bonus, huge, huge bonus. Um, they've got some speedsters, speedsters like Callaway as well, Marcus Callaway on the outside. Their running backs kind of speak for themselves Um uh Kamara as well. I mean, had a bit of a quiet season, but you still got Taysom Hill there who's basically said, I'll do whatever it takes, you know, whatever position I need to play, I will play to 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 help the team. Um and their defense is great. Their defense is great. They've obviously signed um Harley Badger from the from the Kansas City Chiefs. He's obviously a baller. You've added in um Juice Landry as well. I mean, they they don't look like an awful side by any means. And all Winston needs to do is just be average. He doesn't need to do anything too crazy. You have the weapons at your disposal. If you can use those guys to your advantage, I think they'll find, find themselves in some great situations. And Dennis
0: Allen, the new head coach, who's been in the same system for a long time, it's going to be really interesting to see him you know, debut a season as the full-time head coach. I, I agree with you. I, I, I think this team... Outside a quarterback, his strength everywhere. Um, mm. I, I don't. I'm not the biggest Jameis fan, but I think you're right. If if you have him just serviceable, like I said earlier, serviceable can get developed can win you can win you um, Super Bowls. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see that what the Sean Payton effect, him not being there, will have on mm. this team. Is it he been the mastermind behind everything behind it, or is it been a lot of the caliber of the players as well? The defense, Raju, is it, really good. No matter, mm. it, it's not even got that many names on it, so to speak but it just performs they perform yeah. they're a high level team when you've got people like cam jordan who play at the highest level constantly he they're just so formidable and tyron matthew is is a great signing as well at safety there they have just traded away um cj god no. uh, he, he he changed his name all the time but it, at the minute i think he's going by cj Gardner johnson he's <laughs> called himself like big deuce scott Gardner yeah or something like that, some yeah, he's, 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 yeah he, that's whatever he does but he's trading <laughs> him in who i thought was a good piece um but they've still got such depth there, and this year the, the I can't stress the importance of Michael Thomas coming about two years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago, two years ago. He was the premier wide receiver. I'm not saying yeah. he's going to come back to that, but he missed the whole of last year. And Jarvis Landry, who I think is is one of the best in the league at that position of that slot. Yeah, get the ball, get down, find the odds, guy, yards, the yeah. yards. Yeah, possession guy, and he's really really great. I thought it was a bit strange with Cleveland let him go because. He he didn't strike me as someone who begs for targets, so he just does the dirty work. Mm. And Chris Alave as well, he's he's really exciting. That's going to be really interesting it, to see how he does there. Um, and the, the O line's good, it's just I don't know if Jameis uh, performs, he got, uh, but yeah, but he doesn't have to perform because he's got wide receivers is, in every game. This is it,
1: you don't need all and think, Kamara as well. Yeah, exactly. I think sometimes when you look at certain teams. You don't necessarily have to be the knight in shining armour as that quarterback if you have so many weapons at your disposal. You just need to be efficient with the ball. Don't make boneheaded plays. Dink and dunk if you need to. I mean, Kamara is a stud. Kamara can take the ball 100 yards if he wants to. You don't necessarily have to be that guy to, to always you know, launch code down the field. Um, you know, Winston isn't Mahomes, so there's a, there's a difference there. But when you have the names that you mentioned, I even forgot about Chris Olave. I mean, I, mean they, I think they're a good threat. They are a good threat to to the Bucks, and hence why I say there are a lot of people who are putting the the, the Saints ahead of the Bucs um, and also vice versa. But I mean, time will tell, we'll find that soon enough. But I think that'll be a really good battle, a really good battle. It's going to be interesting to see moving
0: forward. And let's talk about the other two teams as well. I mean, Atlanta Falcons... Marcus marrow is coming to be their quarterback there, new head coaching Arthur Smith. Um, it's a difficult side because they're outside of Kyle Pitts and A.J. Terrell, It's not that much to love about this team now. You know, they've got a lot of aging guys there. Grady Jarrett's getting a, a lot older now. Uh, their mm-hmm. middle linebacker as well. Uh, Dion Jones is getting a lot older. Uh, they, they've traded away all their wide receivers who... who or they just let them go. They've not really, uh, obviously, Cameron yeah. Ridley's had the, the ban, I suppose, mm-hmm. so that they didn't really get a choice in that matter.
1: Mike Davis is. There's gone. just not a
0: lot going on in this team for me, George. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's tough to see the wins for them. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was all okay, but the team he was at in Tennessee had weapons, had players, and this team just feels like it's got nobody really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, the Falcons, who did the Falcons even draft?
1: um drake london wide receiver who was my well drake Drake
0: london has perfect opportunity he's a bit like Traylon burks in the way of like this guy's got a perfect opportunity to be the number one straight away off the bat yeah and to like cement himself in the team and be that kind of
1: yeah he kind of has to because Mm -hmm. you mentioned it russell gage is gone ridley's on a, a year ban um Cal Cordero Patterson was, you know, that he was their guy last season, both playing the wide back position that Debo likes to refer to or no longer refer to, which is both mm-hmm. the wide receiver and the running back. And he did that really well. The only difference is um, you don't have Matt Ryan anymore, who is a very efficient passer of the ball. You know what he can do, what he commands, and he can put it where he wants to put it and he won't make boneheaded plays. Mariotto is a scramble QB who can do both. Um, you mentioned it. He had... He had weapons at the Titans that didn't quite work out, hence they brought in Ryan Tannehill. Um, and now you've you've lost even more parts of your squad. You kind of you're you're kind of down to the bone. So they traded um, for I forget that uh, Hayden Hurst. They've got Hayden Hurst in the building. Um, Cordero Patterson is still there. Mike Davis has been traded away to the Ravens. The Ravens, I think it was, who looked actually quite good. I think it was the Ravens. He's at. Um, you've got. Mario at the helm hasn't got the best best of arms. We know he's quick. He can scramble. He can make things happen. Um, defensively, again, a bit of an aging unit. There aren't so many names that you can kind of refer to and be like, "Yeah, they're a the stud. He's a stud. He's a stud. He's a stud." Yeah. Um, they kind of gone. They've gone backwards. They have gone backwards, and I think that I mean teams that do that, they're like, they know what the situation is. They're not going to be able to win many games in a division like that in particular, um, and they're going to have teams like Carolina. And breathing down their neck, but Drake London, who was my number one receiver in the draft in terms of uh, the college, the college athlete, um, I think he's—I want to say—he's injured, but he's on track to play. um He is a great guy. Him and Carl Pitt, you know, should work well together in terms of someone has to cover someone. You know, they can't necessarily they, they, one of them is going to have to get open. They're going to have to. Obviously, you have Hayden Hurst as well, who was—he was—he's a good—he's um, a good tight end too. Um, but there, there isn't much of a, there isn't a threat. No one is necessarily looking at the, the Falcons and going, yeah, you know, this is going to be dif- a difficult matchup. And that's no disrespect to, to the Falcons. They're an NFL team. They're obviously great. But when you pair them up against some of the teams in their division, the Bucks, the Saints, and even the Panthers, I mean, if you wanted to move on to the Panthers, Baker's got a hell of a lot to prove he, mm-hmm. to, to him. He, he will want to prove to everybody in particular, week one against his nemesis uh, rivals in the Browns after they kind of you know, handled his situation really, really, really poorly, um, considering he was pretty much playing hurt, which I, I always say, in particular for a quarterback, never ends well because you can't operate. You can't operate. You, you can't do anything. Meanwhile, they're trying to trade for Deshaun Watson whilst you're still in the sure. building. Um, yeah, the Panthers, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, if he can stay healthy, there's a, a huge threat there. We know what he can do. Um, when he's, when he's fit, he's in that conversation of being the best running back in the league. If not, definitely top three. Um, you've got guys and you outside. You've got DJ Moore, who's a great wide receiver as well. Um, I think also uh, is it Rashad Higgins has come over from the Browns to uh, to the Panthers, someone that Baker has chemistry with at the Browns, so that's good for him. Um, you also have um, the deep threat guy as well. I forget his name, who initially, you know, the media led us to believe that he didn't want Baker. Yeah. Um,
0: mm. Robbie His Anderson, name,
1: Robbie Anderson, who's been in the league for a while. There was even talk about retirement at one point. Um, but yeah, it's going to be... It's interesting. Clearly, the Falcons and the Panthers are the two lesser teams in that division. That's obvious to see. In terms of where you would put the Falcons and the Panthers in that division, where would you go with that one? For me, Panthers are finishing above Falcons. They've got mm, the
0: better quarterback, okay. though I've never really... Liked Baker, be a Cleveland Brown and the Mia Pittsburgh <laughs> Steeler, <laughs> yeah. and never rated him that highly. But he's moved into a team here that has very similar attributes to the Browns. Mm. In fact, nearly all over the board, actually, it's very comparable in terms of serviceable tight end. Tommy Tremble's a very good tight end. Oh, and there like all our, all our tight ends in Cleveland. Amazing running back, McCaffrey, Nick Chubb. Good wide receivers: OBJ, Jarvis Landry, DJ Moore, Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson. O line is way better in Cleveland. I admit that yeah. the yeah. O line needs to improve, but they took Iki Aquani, so oh yeah, of course there's, they did. There's, yeah, there's there's that change there. Miles Garrett is is the in the top two, I think, of edge rushers in the league.
1: Yeah, he's a premier. Brian rookie.
0: Burns has the capability to be, to, to be that guy as well. Um corners, Denzel Ward, and you look at the corner, they got um some really young corners over in Carolina. In fact, I, I've said a lot of times that Carolina's one of the best young teams going. It's mm-hmm. just it's not clicking for they've not taken the steps up and up and up. Yeah. Which they need to. Now part of that is because their offense has been not great. So yeah. they've been having to play more, they're exposed more, tired, fatigue. You know, if you've got We're an offense that clicks too. More, exactly. Yeah, if you've got an offense that clicks more. Mm. Then the defense the defense gets better because of that, and yep. they've not had that. So it's going to be really interesting. You know, I, I think the Panthers are a team that I try to really like. I, I always look at their squad and think they can do really well. I just don't know if Matt Rule has capability to to beat teams like the Bucks and the Saints and some of the bigger teams. And I feel yep. like they do underperform. Christian McCaffrey is the key to a lot of it. His, his injury last two years has been injury ridden. He can mm-hmm. stay fit that would that'd be fantastic it makes the whole NFL better when he's yeah. fit um so I think they surpassed them I think they they have they, it's good that they've gone baker early they've gone right with take starting and baker they drafted Matt Corral. they've got Sam Darnold in the building but they've gone no Baker sh- very early which I think that's a good sign. Yeah you the only problem is ability yeah but their problem is now you've got a quarterback you drafted and a quarterback who has played in the NFL for a fair few years you know and drafted at mm-hmm. the same time as Baker Mm-hmm. and there's always that crew feeling. Baker has two games not good, or three games mm-hmm. not good. So we've got two... Why don't we give Matt Corral a go? Why oh, Matt
1: Corral's injured, so he hasn't got a shot.
0: Oh, is he injured out for the year? Matt Corral
1: was, yeah. I think he... I think... It's a long term, if not out for the year. So he's... Yeah, he's, you know, so now it's, you it's, said
0: that, I remember reading that, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, Sam, yeah. back
1: to Sam Darnold, and we saw that experiment wasn't exactly, wasn't great. I mean, yeah. for uh, early part of the season, I think he kind of led people to believe that he was the answer, and then it mm. kind of crumbled. Um, technically, Baker should win that, well, he's won the job, and he should keep it. He should keep mm. it. I mean, he wasn't awful at, at the Browns. Um, yeah, like, it kind of all broke down, and... They have a lot of play action play going on there, which you will do when you have guys like Kareem Hunt and um Nick Chubb. But even at, like you said, the similarities, yes, they've got McCaffrey, but they've also got Foreman as well, who they took from the Texans, who did a who mm. did a great job. A great job. He looked really, really good, to be fair. Um so it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting in terms of where I would put them. It's it's weird because you've got guys like Cal Pierce straight London, you've got um uh, who else you've got Mariota as well.
0: For me with the Falcons, George, sorry to interrupt you. Mm-mm. It feels like this year is to go is to go and get your franchise quarterback in the next yeah. year for me. Because yeah. the teams are great now. The Rams, the Bills of the world. They've got the franchise quarterback. Okay, Stafford's older, but he's a franchise quarterback. He's been a franchise oh, yeah, quarterback for a very long time. They've yeah. got their franchise quarterback, cheap or just about to pay him. And then they have all the key positions locked in. Star-wide receiver, good O-linemen, at least a couple of good O-linemen, a mm-hmm. good defensive end or edge rusher, mm-hmm. good corner. Well, They've got the stars in the offence, Pitts in London, if London can be that guy. They've yeah. got an all-right O-line. They could definitely strengthen in the off-season. They've got a core, a, a fantastic corner. You go and draft a quarterback and a decent edge rusher next year, this, this thing could flip very quickly you know like I, I know I've been saying about the Lions and the Jets that they can really flip quite quickly and they could be a lot better for people because they've started to solidify these positions
1: mm-hmm. do
0: you think the Falcons that, that could be possible for the Falcons well now it's that you say it's going to happen this year obviously but like yeah. this year is the build to
1: yeah the,
0: what they hope would be then the dynasty I suppose
1: yeah because now that you say that you couldn't say the same about the Panthers because they're not about to have you know, Sam. They've drafted Matt Corral. You had Sam Donald, and now you have Baker. You're not about to actually. You say that never say never in the NFL, but mm. you're not about to just throw all of that away now. You know, at the chance of getting someone in in the draft next year. So technically, you know, I guess yeah, you're right. Whatever it means the Falcons, you know, the old term of of, of tanking, it could be that um, because Mariota is not the answer. He isn't going to be the answer long term, um, and they don't necessarily have anyone behind him. They did draft. Um, Desmond Ridder. Desmond
0: Ridder, yeah.
1: Yeah, who I quite like to be fair. But again, you look at the draft and who is coming up, you don't want to miss out on any of those guys. All it takes is one pick, like you say, right? Look at the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Yes, he got her. Uh Jamar Chase. Yes, there's T. Higgins there and Tyler Boyd, etc. They change they 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 basically got those guys to the Super Bowl. Yes, the defense obviously had to play ball too, but that doesn't happen without Joe Burrow. And he was just, again, a one-pick LSU, great guy. I had a connection with Jamal Chase, and that was it. So although sometimes, yeah, you pick one guy and you think, oh, it hasn't worked out, that's all it takes. That's literally all it takes. So if it means that you tank or whatever because you want to go and get X or Y, Z guy in the draft, then they're going to do that everybody knows that NFL was a win yesterday league. All they want to do is win the Super Bowl. That That is it. And if it means, I mean, yes, we've seen it done in some other ways where people end up getting flying to him relating to the Miami dolphins situation and things like that and tampering and all that kind of stuff. But it all, it only takes one pick, one pick to change the culture of the team, one pick to change the mentality of the, of, of the teammates, one pick to change the culture and all before you know it, you know, you're well on your way. And if you have some of the pieces ready, you are just, you know, carrying on in that building block. So, I'll, yeah, I'd say yeah. The, the Falcons could be one of those teams for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I, I had I had sort of forgotten about Riddick. Riddick could
0: be the guy for me. It'll be interesting mm. to see him move forward. Maybe he, I, I think it won't be that long until he maybe starts as well over Mariota. Yeah. Um, but. but Thank you for all for joining us. This has been the, the last of our divisional preview shows. Um thank you for coming on George. Uh I know you're a busy okay. guy it's all everything is all getting very busy now but we're getting closer towards the season, but it's mm. very exciting times. Like I said, make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube, follow us all on socials. We've got Asho the regular franchise tag show coming out on Tuesdays, franchise tag fantasy football show which is going to be moving more into in depth fantasy and general fantasy, a lot of it was very much focused around the league that we compete in. There will be elements of that for certain, but it is starting to look more now at, at not proper fantasy show that sounds awful, they do great, work, they? <laughs> but a bit more outside of just yeah. our league and looking at fantasy all worldwide And then also, obviously, we've got the Sunday preview shows as well coming up, so that is very exciting. I will hopefully be on maybe one of the pods while I'm in America, probably after the Miami game so I can give a bit of chat about the Miami game because that'll be good and I'll be doing some things when I'm there, trying to take photos and I'm sure they'll all be on our social media so uh, you can bask in the envy, George, of uh, me being at a game there. (laughs) You've got to enjoy it. No, I don't support either team, but...
1: (laughs) when When you're over there, you've got to take in whatever you can get. You've got to enjoy it.
0: Exactly. Well, we're all very giddy and excited for the games coming up. Like we said, Thursday into Friday morning, 20 past one. The Rams, uh, the Bills go to the Rams, start the NFL season. It's going to be a great winter. I'm Going to really enjoy it. And uh, we're looking forward to being with you every step of the way for it. Until then, have a good rest of your week. We'll see you all very soon. Have a good.